on Alive 90.5. Here's the latest news brought to you by Pace, transforming places since 1978. National Radio News. Hello, I'm Erin Archam. Another person with coronavirus has died in Victoria, bringing the state's death toll to 13 and the national death toll to 52. The state government confirmed today the latest death is a man in his 80s who died in hospital. More than 62,000 tests have been done in the state and there are 116 cases of COVID-19 from unknown sources. At the start of the Easter long weekend, people have been urged to stay home during the holiday period as Australia battles with COVID-19. Health authorities are warning against complacency after encouraging figures showed the infection rate rising just 1.8% over the past three days. Australia's new daily cases fell below 100 yesterday, the first time it slipped under that mark for three weeks. The Foreign Minister Maurice Payne has confirmed that 280 Australians from a number of locations in Peru have arrived safely in Melbourne this morning. She said the flight was the results of good cooperation between embassy staff, governments and airlines. The group will head to hotels for 14 days of mandatory quarantine. Overseas and mainland China has reported 42 new cases of coronavirus today, including 38 cases involving travellers from overseas, down from 63 cases a day earlier. China's National Health Commission said in a statement that 47 new asymptomatic coronavirus cases were also reported in the mainland, down from 61 new cases a day earlier. The total number of infections in mainland China now stands at 81,907 while the death toll rose by just one. The ACTU is urging Treasurer Josh Frydenberg to use his discretionary powers and expand the JobKeeper program to include casual and visa workers. Up to 6 million Australians will benefit from the wage subsidy, but there are concerns many vulnerable workers will have no form of support during the COVID-19 crisis. ACTU Secretary Sally McManus says it's not too late for the Treasurer to expand the program. Well, unions fought really hard for JobKeeper to make sure that those people who've lost their jobs can now keep their jobs and get at least $1,500 a fortnight. That's excellent because otherwise they'd be only getting $40 a day. What we've got to do now is make sure no one's left behind and we're calling on the Treasurer to make sure casual workers don't miss out. In sports news, the NRL has set a date to restart the 2020 competition with the league's governing commission saying games will resume on the 28th of May. The code played just two rounds before the COVID-19 pandemic forced the season to be postponed. Australian Rugby League Commissioner Wayne Pearce told the ABC the financial and emotional hit to the game, players and fans would be significant if the season didn't restart this year. It's a bigger picture than just looking at us getting back mm. because it's money that, that's to be obtained. It's, it's, there's the livelihoods of a lot of people and psychological distress is being suffered like people throughout our code as it is throughout the community. And Fremantle AFL captain Nat Fife has been cleared by Western Australian police after he was photographed surfing in Margaret River amid the state's strict intrastate travel bans. The Dockers said Fife had been driving a truck for his father's business and had been in the region when he stopped for a surf. Police say the Brownlow medalist had a valid exemption to the rules and did not breach social distancing requirements and the matter was now closed. You're up to date with National Radio News. 
Evo ako na studio live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. I know today it's a good Friday, but as well I know that you're all at home in self-isolation. And uh, you are, of course, you're going to hear today very, very good news. But before we continue with the introduction to our guest on a good Friday, and I'd like to say big thanks to my boss, Jillian Shrika. She's with me today in the studio to help me connect and patch our guest, as you know. Um, due to self-isolation, we cannot have any longer our guests in studio. However, our guests are very keen to join us in studio. Now, first for the weather, current temperature is 19.4 degrees. Today, the high is going to be 21. <clears throat> and the rest of the week looks very, very promising. Uh, Saturday is going to be mostly sunny, 25 degrees. Sunday, 21 degrees. Monday, 23. Mostly sunny. Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday with the highest temperature, 28 degrees. I know it's difficult to all of us to stay at home. However, saying that you have the live 90.5 and as soon as we come back after break, we're going to choose our guests who are very keen to share some new insights with you. And as well, again, thank you. Uh, to Gillian, she joining me today on a Good Friday in studio. You're listening to Live 19.5 Business Insights with Mario. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April. Shot down in May But I know I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top Back on top in June I said that's life And as funny as it may seem Some people get their kicks Stomping on a dream But I don't let it, let it get me down Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing, each time I find myself Flat on my face I pick myself up And get back in the race That's life That's life I tell you, I can't deny it I thought of quitting, baby But my heart just ain't gonna buy it And if I didn't think it was worth one single try I'd jump right on a big bird And then I'd fly I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Laying flat on my face I just pick myself up and get Thought of cutting out, but my heart won't buy it. But if there's nothing shaking, come this here July. I'm gonna roll myself up 
in a big ball and die. My, my. You're listening to the sound of a live 90.5. Back to the studio, you're listening Business Insights with Mario on Live 90.5. I will gladly try to introduce our guest, you know, I mean, because it's a today, it's a good Friday. I don't want to hold them, and I'm very grateful to the Paul Harper and Domenico Rutiliano and Daniel joining us today live in the studio. Gentlemen, how are you? Paul? Paul? Hello? Paul, can you hear me? Domenico? Hey, Domenico. Paul, can you hear me as well? I can hear you, Mario. You're quite echoey, but yes, I got you. Okay, I apologize. Technology here is not like in a minute. It's a great, but I truly believe that my voice, it's my boss, Jordan Shrikish, is helping me to patch all the guys. Gents, you know, usually we, we have this studio, uh, you know, filled with the guests, but however, this COVID crisis actually make us... Um, very very uh different you know to behave and different to communicate and i would like to you know i mean because this is the first interview of the radio i'm very glad that you have the time to talk to me today and to help our guests in uh, who listen on line 90.5 paul i will start first with you do you mind to tell us to all audience and the listeners who is a paul harper um well hi mario hi everybody um yeah, look, I am a, uh, a nutritionist, naturopath uh, by training. Yes. Um, uh, funny story, I never wanted to be a nutritionist. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you become one? Right? So I went and did it anyway. Look, I, I had a goal. I had a, uh, I had a goal. It all started out. I wanted to work at the cutting edge of cancer, actually. Um, and in order to do that, I, uh, I had to have some qualifications. And, and uh, philosophically... Uh, natural medicine, nutrition sat with me. I was always very passionate about uh, health. I had a sporting background. Yes. Um, and uh, so that's what I did. And uh, I, I mean, it was very much uh, uh, not about the, uh, the, the the what, uh, as it were, in terms of, you know, what my qualifications were and, and this and that. It was all about, you know, getting to do what I wanted to do. And I was very lucky and I, and I, and I, and I could get to do that. So. Well, that's a very interesting story, but can you tell us some more, like, you know, I mean, like, I know when I was, you know, conversing with you and we have a coffee, you told me that your your road in uh, as an entrepreneur led you around the globe, if that's correct, you know, not just Australia. Yeah, no, no, that's right, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kiwi uh, fly upbringing, as it were. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I yes, it is. Yeah, sorry, everybody, sorry. <laughs> but no, look, I moved, I moved to Australia, um, firstly, as a backpacker, actually. It was my sort of first step, um, sort of, you know, heading over to Europe and Asia and all that, you know, many, many years ago. Um, and yeah, so I, I you know, I, I, I guess probably I grew up somewhat in Australia, but, um, but yeah, I, um, I, I, I spent my formative years here. I was, um, I was trained here. 
Yeah. Um, but then uh, the, the, the journey, as it were, um, it took me overseas, and I pretty much left um, and uh, headed in the direction of the UK and Europe um, immediately when I qualified. And, and funnily enough, um, the, the last uh, the last job that I had here, just working through the summer before I left, was um, I was working as a massage therapist down at the Bondi Iceberg. And uh, this lady came in one day who, um, as it turned out, was an English naturopath. Yes. And um, and uh, she offered me a job, and uh, she she ran uh, sort of weight loss and detox retreats and the like in Europe, uh, in Spain actually, up in the uh, up in the mountains. Yeah. Um, and uh, she offered me a job, so that was my uh, uh, that was my launching pad, as it were. So um, you know, I did some time with her, and then worked in um, worked in London for a while. I had a clinic in London. I ran retreats out of the UK. Um, and then from there moved uh, to Istanbul of all places um, and I spent a couple of years in Turkey and then from there on to the US before uh, coming back to Aussie. So. Oh, that's very interesting. That's very interesting part. Um, do um, you mind? Do you mind? Yeah. Please continue. Paul, sorry, Mario, I missed that with the phone. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. I just tried to say like if you have something to add on that particular thing, please let me know. Please let me know. So, yeah, sorry, Mario, there's a big echo there. Apologize. I know, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I mean, I'm recording myself and everywhere. Can you hear me now better? Hello? Hello? Paul? Okay, we need to reconnect it. We will take a short break because I said, like, you know, thank you, everybody who is listening alive, 19.5. I've been since us with Mario. We'll take a short break and reconnect our guests, Dominic and Paul.
Paul, can you hear me now? Hello, Paul. 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 What's happening? Paul, can you hear me? Paul. Paul. Well, we have a technical difficulties here in the studio, but also like I will continue to calling our guest till we don't have him online. Stay with us. You're listening live 19.5 FM. This is with Mario. selection of wines from Australia's unique wine regions, as well as local and international beers and spirits. Pop in and meet Mark and the team, who will give you the best advice at the right price. Open seven days a week, Chambers Cellars, your local cellars for all your entertaining needs and for relaxation. Chambers Cellars, station sponsor. Alive 90.5, broadcasting to the hills, Parramatta and Cumberland. Paul, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, great. Oh, awesome, yeah. man. Thank you so much. Eh? Look, I will not hold you. Know I mean, like we have the guest by guest right now. So, Paul, thank you for sharing with us your, your humble beginnings. But, Paul, you know, first I want to ask you as a professional in the field of the of the health, of the health and the fitness, do you mind to tell me something more? You are the somebody who was helping people with the cancers. That's correct? Yes, that's, well, that's, look, Mario, that's what I used to do. Uh, okay. I obviously, so I still have that skill set uh, in my background, as it were. Yeah. Um, but uh, I became very much more passionate about, like, proactive health and, uh, and not so much working with people, um, you know, fighting, fighting that uh, life-threatening illness. Yes. Um, but helping them, pre- helping them prevent it, helping people stay healthy, get healthy, um, mm-hmm. you know, have a lot more fun. It's, you know, it's a lot more fun and it's a lot easier. Um, preventing stuff rather than trying to fix it afterwards. So uh, that's what I became very passionate about, and that's sort of the space I work in today. So, so you know, as a professional, as somebody who saw a lot and helped a lot of people, how do you, you know, can you just, to our listeners, just to give us a heads up, how this COVID-19 crisis actually impacting people's day-to-day life? Or what do you see, or how do you <coughs> see these things? No, look, I, I think it's... Um, you know, it's a very interesting time um, we're in, Mario, at the moment. Um, look, I, fundamentally, I, I, I think to really sort of break this down, um, you know, it's it's a challenge yeah. uh, for people, not just obviously practically in that, but for our health, for our immune system, mm-hmm. it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, our bodies are designed to meet and cope with these challenges Um, on a daily basis. I mean, obviously every year we deal with the flu and the colds and things like that, and then there's also more serious illness. Um, I think fundamentally, um, the healthier we are on a, you know, on a foundational basis, the better positions we're going to be to, um, you know, to meet this challenge. I mean, I'm talking obviously on an individual basis at the moment, because I think, you know, what is going to come out, um, you know, down the track is, uh, I think uh, we're talking about the, you know, the antibody test uh, and the like. We'll find out, okay, well, who has been exposed to this? And I think we'll probably find out that a lot more of us have been exposed to it than are actually even displaying symptoms. Um, So it's very much about um, 
keeping, you know, your overall health in line, you know, so moderate exercise, you know, eating well, um, and then some, you know, some really looking after and supporting your immune system at this point, because either way, it's going to, uh, it's going to be our immune system that is having to face the challenge. And I think the best we can support it um, on an ongoing basis, the yeah. better position that it's going to be to meet that challenge. So, so like, you know, I mean, you know, as an expert, you know, I mean, tell me what's the bad things or no good things we are doing currently, currently who are in self-isolation. How do you see, what's the downfall? So what are we doing wrong? Are we doing too much vitamins, you know what I mean? Doing, taking too much, uh, you know I mean? I don't know, uh, you know I mean? Alcohol or something like this. Um, if you don't mind to share with us, you know what I mean? Tell us first, what is the bad things we're doing? Or what yeah, you're seeing like that people doing right now, like online, or you know, I mean, do we spend too much time watching the internet? Do we spend too much time, you know, I mean, watching Netflix? You know, what I mean, and having that comfort food. Look, bottom line is, I'm the last person on this planet who should talk about food. You know, what I mean, I'm overweight, <laughs> and I mean, I'm working heavily. You know, what I mean, last 47 years yeah. to be nice and handsome. But the point I try to make, you know, what I mean, I try to not to overindulge myself into sweets because that's a good thing. You know, what I mean, to 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 sit and eat and feel sorry. But you as an expert, you know, I mean, can you share with us what is the best, uh, what is the best, uh, um, sorry, what's the worst thing we're doing currently in self-isolation? Yeah, look, I, I think the sort of foundations that I work by on an ongoing basis, and look, it's not mine, I've just sort of, you know, grabbed it, it was, you know, somebody else's wisdom, I think, that I tried to grab and have worked with for a number of years. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, in terms of our food, as it were, is eat real food, not too much, plenty of plants, okay, and, uh, you know, by that we mean plenty of veggies. So I think, you know, the challenges now, is that it, was, it was interesting to me, of course, as this lockdown took place, that, you know, the bottle shops were doing really well. So people are loading up on the alcohol, um, you know, the, uh, the takeaway businesses are doing sort of well at the moment, the, you know, the like the pizza stores and things like that. And these are all, you know, great, like we understand we need a bit of comfort, we need a bit of fun during this time and some downtime. Yeah. Um, but in terms of supporting our health, um, you know, fast food is not great for us. Alcohol is a challenge to our immune system, of course. Um, you know, things like that. And, of course, you know, sitting around uh, watching television all day. I mean, we, we don't have a lot to keep us occupied at the moment. Yes. Um, but, you know, getting some fresh air, um, uh, you know, just getting some activity. And these are important things. So, you know, instinctually, as it were, we almost sort of um, uh, move towards the things that are not great for us. Of course, you know, one of the challenges... Um, which is a very practical challenge, I think. Even people who are wanting to do a lot of uh, uh, a lot of good things for their health, of course, um, you know, uh, we're moving even to the supermarkets to buying foods that are going to last on the shelf at home. You know, that are going to last in the cupboards in the pantry. Um, you know, if we're eating a predominance of foods that you know come out of cans, come out of packets, and the like, you know, this is mm-hmm. not good for us. That's correct. Yes. Now, now, of course, the flip side and the challenges. Um, that of course fresh fruits and vegetables and the like have become very expensive Yeah. Um, through the challenges of getting them to market and the like so it's a challenging time and I think there's something you know it's something that we do need to be very aware of mm-hmm. um, and I guess sort of plan for um, uh, you know consciously but you know getting to the supermarket uh, fairly regularly as, as well as we're able to um, you know buying plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables if, if you're someone who lives at home and you've got a garden with a veggie patch I mean kudos to you that is you know you're in the best position that you can be at the moment to sort of uh, get through this thing mm-hmm. um, 
And then I think you mentioned sort of supplementation previously as well, Mario. I mean, yes. you know, there is a place for, for nutritional supplements yes. at a time like this. I mean, but there's a huge um, a span of, uh, you know, nutritional supplements and some are cheaper and more available than others. And I mean, we do get what we pay for. Yes. Um, you know, some, some things, of course, have become very scarce at the moment. And these are, you know, good quality uh, supplements. Um, well... Do you do you, do you feel that would you, okay? So I'm asking like yeah, no, I will not. I will not ask you for the friend. I ask you for myself. Yeah. Is it good to now do the OD on the vitamins and all these supplements? You know what I mean? Because I'm taking them in like a galore. You know what I mean? I'm really, really <laughs> taking them galore. And I like, right. I think myself like, okay, I won't lose the weight, but at least I'm gonna have the good, I don't know, liver, I don't know, pancreas or something. I'm gonna survive this because the the uh, part of the the personal hygiene we can use in in day to day prevention of the you know uh, contracting the virus. And I mean, tell me something as a professional because like a truly. Uh, I, I truly believe your words, you know what I mean, and uh, you know, follow your path and all our listeners now of Alive 90.5. Is it a good idea to we do overdose on our vitamins or these immune pills or, you know what I mean, the cup of teas or whatever we do, you know what I mean? Everybody has a different approach. So is it a good or not? Yeah, look, it's a little bit of a yes or no question, Mario, and I apologize. because No, I no, that's okay, please. Can yeah. you just elaborate no. a little bit more? Yes, please. Yeah, look, everybody, of course, we're always, you know, looking for a, for a simple yes or no, and it makes life so much easier. But there's a big difference, for instance, uh, when we're talking about nutritional supplements between, you know, if we look, for instance, at, a, you know, an orchard of fruit and vegetables, yeah. and we pick them off the trees when they're ripe, and we, we harvest them, and then we dry them out and process them and turn them into supplements in such mm -hmm. a way that it actually preserves all, you know, the vitamins and the minerals and the antioxidants yeah. and the phytonutrients that are present in those plants. Yeah. Now, there's a huge difference between that and uh, a supplement which is essentially produced in a laboratory yes. out of a bunch of synthetic uh, chemicals that can be mixed up and we make it sort of look like vitamin C or look like vitamin B complex or something like that in the laboratory. Yes. Um, and our body, our body sees these things in very different ways and it will respond to them in very different ways. Now... Some schools of thought, and this is a, like a personal uh, a thing of mine, and I think, you know, there's, there's sort of two schools of thought when we talk about supplementation. Yep. Um, one school of thought will say, well, there's actually no difference mm -hmm. between the vitamin C that we find in an orange and the vitamin C that we get out of a, a, a supplement that was created in a laboratory from a chemical, um, you know, raw material. Yes. Now, the school of thought that I come from um, would argue that actually our body probably does know the difference there. Um, and for instance, if we look at, I mean, vitamin C is a good example. In that nature, um, vitamin C actually comes as a complex of about eight different ingredients. And that, the role, that's, a, that's a new for me as well, eh? Yeah, so, you know, there's these things that, you know, we call bioflavonoids in there. And, you know, things, and they all, um, you know, some of these terms are coming, becoming more familiar these days, but these are all things that essentially work together and yeah. helping, you know, vitamin C in its, in its, in its full form, um, you know, work efficiently and do what it's meant to do. Yes. Now, interestingly in nature, when we look at um, the ascorbic acid component of that, and of course, any, anybody who buys vitamin, vitamin C supplements will be probably familiar with the term mm -hmm. ascorbic acid, um, because that's what we call vitamin C these days. Yeah. But if you look at that component, which pretty much is the entirety of 
you know, the synthetically created vitamin C's in the marketplace, the role of, of ascorbic acid in that complex in nature is actually the antioxidant protective shell that protects all the other ingredients. Now, my role, um, not my role, sorry, but my, my question uh, uh, about around that would be, well, what is it about? So what's the, what's, what, what is the best part? You know what I mean? So should we get the balance, let's just say 50-50 for the like wedgie and, 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 the, and the fruit and the 50% we have the vitamins on side or would you add some other things, you know what I mean, as well into this? Because you know that my fear well, is, sorry, I'm sorry, please continue. Not at all. My, my biggest oh, fear, sorry. it's very simple. This is the crisis and... Um, there is a there is a there is a there is an ocean of the news and there is an ocean of the gurus um, who are advising people on a different um, different steps to take in life how to go through this crisis. Yep. Now, I reason why I have you today on the Sydney, the best radio station, Live nineteen point five, and my sexy voice. Um, it is because you have authority. You didn't work only just in, I mean, on a personal training or something like this. You work with the patients with the cancer and the other type of the, uh, the people who needed uh, help, drastic help, to uh, radical help to step back uh, into the workforce or the life and everything else. Now, the point we try to make, it's like you have authority. Now, me as an amateur, and I am the amateur, I'm not a doctor, I don't know nothing about nutri- nutri- nutritionism and all these things. And I try to give the best to our uh, listeners of Line 90.5 from authority as yourself. So, like, should be good to have the, what's it called, more uh, veggies or should we have the more, uh, the fruit or, you know, I mean, we're going to have the pills, you know, painkillers after this. So, the, in all these uh, pills for the, you know, I mean, for the nerves and the nervous breakdown, how do you seeing uh, the ratio, what we should take during this, um, uh, this crisis? Right, right. Ratio is hard, and I'm aware, again, I'm being a little bit, you know, flaky as it here. But there's, there's a saying that if you, um, if your, your diet is, uh, if you're, you know, your diet and your lifestyle are great, supplementation or medication is of no need. If your diet and lifestyle are poor, supplementation and medication are of no use. Mm-hmm. So, to answer your question specifically, I think predominantly the more fresh fruits and vegetable foods you can eat, the yes. better. Okay. There is a place for supplementation absolutely on top of that. There is a place for supplementation. However, the more you can focus that supplementation on, for instance, like, you know, if you look at the back of a supplement, yes. and you see essentially a big chemical of equation, right? DL for this and that and things like that. That is not so much the stuff that you want to be looking for, if at all possible. If you look at the back of a supplement, uh, you know, bottle and you see things like, you know, dried spinach, dried broccoli, dried, uh, you know, acacia berries, yes. dried oranges, you know, all that, that's the sort of ingredients you want to look and see on the back of your supplement bottle. If you see a whole bunch of stuff that you cannot pronounce, yes. okay, I'm not going to say that it's no yeah. good. Yeah. Well, look. I'm not going to say that it's... <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> no, what I try to say, uh, uh, my 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 boss and my mentor <laughs> in studio today, the Jillian Shrika, she's yep. next to me, and she has a few questions for you as well. Well, yes. uh, let's let's take away the boss first, okay? <laughs> I, I know, um, if we're being a bit sexist, I'm a lady, and um, yep, we're always the boss. But in this instance, I'm here just to help Mario 
get his visitors on air because we cannot have anybody in the station. COVID, uh, that's for sure. But we are practicing safe distance. So, Paul, I've been listening to all of this um, this morning and um, touching on the cancer bit that you've been helping people through through um, getting the correct supplements or nutrition through cancer. And now you've taken it back going to where it all starts, not where it's going to end. And that's lovely. We're talking social media as well. At the moment, because we're all at home, there's this onslaught of exercise, of food, of menopause kind of food, or there's um, what you can do in the time if you are deficient of anything. My question is, how reliant can we be on the natural product nowadays? We go back to, you know, um, Popeye. He ate so much spinach. Spinach, yeah. <laughs> My thing is, our, our soil, our, our basis of it all is so depleted of the nutrition. Because if Popeye's um, spinach was built in a um, hundred depth of, of, of nutrition, and today it's only 50% of that, can we rely on it? Should we, doing, should we be doing all of that? Or do we half them? Do we, do we supplement them 50-50? Or do we start growing our own? What's your take on all of that? Because I I do um, a, a replacement, or what do you call it, um, a shake, a, you know, um, a replacement for for meals sometimes. And like you say, if you read it all through, there's a lot to take in if you if you're taking any um, um, shake of any kind. And um, the question's always in my mind: How do I know? How do I know? Do I go back to eating? my fresh veggies and, and but then again all we hear is toxins 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 teach us about toxins tell us about toxins yeah um look Gillian, that is absolutely key and unfortunately these days um and because it is the world that we've created for ourselves and this is why the detail sort of starts to come and, and why you know try as i might it's very hard to give a yes or no answer sure but you're absolutely right food today is not what it used to be and that is critical um uh, for instance the, the 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 broccoli or the carrot or the cucumber or the tomato that we might find in a supermarket uh, yeah. shelf these days for those of us who've been around it for a while mm-hmm. we know that doesn't taste like it should anymore you know it doesn't taste like it used to yeah. and interestingly of course when we talk about some of these you know what we call phytochemicals and the like some of them we call flavonoids because mm. they contribute to the flavor of these foods and their presence also carries a, a health related or a or a or a um, you know a health promoting benefit to them so the fact of the matter is that um, with the, the conventional farming these days with the industrialized farming these nutrients are not in their foods anymore mm. and so yes they need replacing and this is where supplementation comes in ideally supplementation from a high quality source so of course the next layer which i think you're alluding to if we talk about okay well a fruit and vegetable concentrate over a synthetic Mm. because if a synthetic is actually made of a raw chemical material well that raw chemical material potentially as the body starts to break it down and kind of go well hang on like that vitamin c doesn't look like the vitamin c that i used to get out of an orange that's interesting how does it deal with that Mm. and does it actually deal with it as a health promoting nutrient or does it actually deal with it as a toxin? Yeah. And that's a big question. Now, of course, when we talk about um, food, uh, the, the food that we are eating or the food that is turned into, you know, whole food supplements, yeah. the next question is, well, 
where was it grown? Was it grown on an industrial farm? Was it grown organically? If it was grown organically, there's another question to that, and that what we talk about when we talk about organics is we're talking about, okay, well, this food was grown without the presence of um, you know, artificial fertilizers, pesticides, and the like. But what it doesn't control is, well, okay, well, then, what was the nutrient content of the soil? Mm. So that is actually not uh, not controlled, as it were, by you know the organic standards. They just control. Okay, well, it's 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 grown without uh, pesticides and herbicides. So yes, you're reducing the toxin, but are you actually increasing the um, the, the the nutrient uh, quantity? And there's actually some you know we see these little studies pop up every now and again that will actually show well in certain cases, and this is not across the board, and it's always a good first step. But then the nutrient quality in a soil uh, that's available to a plant that was grown in an industrialised setting or a non-organic setting yep. might actually be higher than the nutrient quality um, that was available to the plant in an organic setting. Okay. So these are, things, these are all the things that you need. Well, it's, it's near impossible to know. So a lot of it comes back to, okay, well, if we're looking to a, a nutritional supplement, mm. it's like, okay, well, who is this company? Do they know where they source the ingredients from that that contribute to this supplement? So, okay, well, if it's a, a broccoli powder or it's got a, a, a spinach extract or something in it, well, okay, where was that grown? Yeah. How was it harvested? Do they control the production line? Mm. Um, of course, there was the case uh, here many, many years ago now um, where there was one of the big uh, manufacturing plants that they actually found was, was manufacturing a, a huge... A number of different pharmaceuticals and nutritional supplement products, and their production lines got tainted, and there was a lot of you know cross contamination oh, and the like. And that's a very well known case to people who were around sort of fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah. So, you know, the 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 um, uh, the traceability throughout the whole sort of manufacturing cycle becomes very important, also. And I mean, to look today, it's very much, it's a matter of degrees. It's really like, do well, the best that you can. And I mean, we don't have complete control anymore. Yeah, well, it's almost like we all need degrees in certain, to a certain level when it comes to finding out what, what the right thing or what the wrong thing is um, in, in anything we do. And funny enough that we should be talking about this on a Good Friday where if, yeah. if we all Catholic, if the Pope is Catholic, oh, we yeah. won't mention this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Julian. Um, that we're eating fish. And I mean, yes. even then, you know, how do we know? Because everything is frozen today. How fresh is it? By the time it gets to on our plate, has it been frozen for a week, two days, one day, or half a day? Um, it, it's yeah. so difficult just to work out. But look, I, I appreciate all of the information you're sharing with us today. Yes, and when correct. Mario started talking about it, and I thought, wow. This is like a killing on on social media at the moment because we're home, so everybody's taking, I won't say the advantage, but making sure that we, we stay fit or we, we're eating the right thing. But even in all of that, I mean, Mario is an absolute picture of health and fitness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul, he knows. Right, Paul? You know, I'm the, I'm the so, role model. Um, <laughs> but we should all be eating what, what Mario is eating then. But look, it, it's very interesting, and uh, um, you know. Um, and then uh, I heard another thing is saying, t- uh, telling us that when we're thinking that protein is only in the things that we know, like meat and fish, and yeah. there is actually protein in veg. And and of course, then we go pulling apart. Where's the veg? Where can we find that protein that they're talking about? That's in the vegetables. 
So, um, yeah. you know, it's it, it's a crazy world we live in today. It's like going to buy a loaf of bread. Absolutely it's got, crazy. It's got sweet seeds and it's got, you know, whole meal and it, oh, you name it. The, the shelf is just packed of choices. And, uh, to, in my opinion, yeah. we have too many choices nowadays. It's very confusing. <laughs> very, it's very, very confusing. And that's the whole thing. And it is it's so difficult to give a yes, no answer. Um, one of the... Um, Look, he's my favourite author on the subject, actually, and um, I think tellingly, um, this guy is a journalist. He's not a—he's not any kind of health professional. But anyway, his name is Michael Pollan. He's an American um, investigative, um, if you like, journalist, more like in, in health matters, and, he, and he's written a few books. Um, my favourite one um, of his is called In Defence of Food. Okay. Um, his name's Michael Pollan. And yeah. He sums it all up, and he goes, eat. Eat real food, not too much, mostly plants. And by real food, of course, he means unprocessed food. Yeah. Right. So unprocessed foods, not too much, of course, which is applicable today, and then lots and lots and lots of plants. And the more we adhere to that, the better the state we are going to be in. Because essentially, as as food um, uh, uh, moves through the production cycle, Mm. the more processed it becomes, the less the nutritional uh, content of it and the more um, the preservatives and the additives and if you like, uh, uh, Gillian, you said before, you know, quote, unquote, the toxins in it. Exactly. So unprocessed food, um, you know, a sensible amount, as it were, um, and, you know, lots and lots of plants. And interestingly, food, we think of it today in terms of calories. Okay, well, I can't eat too many calories. Calories will make us fat. I need to sort of count how many calories it is. You know, if we actually look at that and, and break down the terminology, you know, a calorie is actually a unit of energy. Who wants more energy? We all want more energy, yeah. right? So calories are a good thing. Yeah. But the thing is, when you have a calorie, and uh, by this, I mean, you know, I'm talking about macros in, in the sort of industry parlance, you know, your protein, fats, and carbohydrates. Yeah. If they come with the vitamins, the minerals, the antioxidants, the phytonutrients, the enzymes that our body needs to turn those calories into energy, Calories become a wonderful thing. You're going to have more energy. That's reason why drinking. That, that's reason I'm drinking right? Coke Zero. There's no calories that gives me energy, but there's a plenty of sugar well, for, for sure, right? Well, yeah, but sugar is a calorie, of course, Mark. Yeah, yeah. But they say there's no sugar. How they can be sweet if it's oh, no sugar? They're lying to okay, us. Well, I know they're lying to me. Well, <laughs> you know. there's yeah, right. So there's the additive, right? So this yeah. is using your artificial preserve and things like that. But if they can, and and this is where you know your energy can come almost from a stimulant perspective. Yeah. Right, which is you know the likes of your caffeine and all you know all those sorts of things, or it can come from a foundational perspective, right? And this is the vitamins and the minerals and all that sort of thing that your body actually needs to turn calories into energy. If it comes with those things, great. Your body is going to have lots of energy on a sustainable basis, mm-hmm. and you're not going to put on weight. Ah, right? interesting. When you're eating calories that don't come with all those things, your body goes, "I can't turn this into energy," mm-hmm. and what happens then? It will store it. Right, and th- and this is how we, we we put on. I mean, it's one of the reasons you know we put on weight today, because our bodies have run out of or are running out uh-huh. of yeah. all those uh, the the most crucial ingredients that we ideally would find absolutely Gillian in the soil that yeah. contributes to the healthy growth of our plants, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it helps our body turn calories into energy. If they're not there, we can't turn calories into energy. Now, one one um, uh, I guess representation of that is that, of course, we put on weight, but... Are you talking about me, Paul, or...? 
in general, Mario. All of it. <laughs> <Just like that. laughs> All of it. What, what's the saying? If the shoe if the shoe fits, wear it, Mario. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that saying. But Paul, look, uh, I know that um, you know uh, today it's a Good Friday, and um, uh, before I wind up, uh, I just want to say really, really thank you, Paul, for finding time today, last uh, forty five minutes talking to us. But before we go. As I said, like you have authority, you travel the world and you work with the most difficult um, patients and the people who actually um, they needed the the last straw to leave. I'm talking about cancer patients and this this environment we're living today, which we are our now new uh, environment, the COVID-19 crisis, and we're living in self-isolation. People looking for the uh, some type of the wisdom you know what i mean how to live better and yeah. because this is going to adjust uh, i know you have authority but paul before i say thank you how the people who listen to this radio show can reach you paul please um uh, my website mario info uh sorry uh, highenergyhealth.com so highenergyhealth.com yes um there's actually a free ebook on there for anybody who wants to download that i won't spam you yes. um but that will talk about a lot about how you know today we just we think we're doing all the right things and we're not getting mm-hmm. the results we want. Yes. Um, and there's a few really just uh, important little uh, tricks and tools uh, that you can use to kind of uh, I guess help get the result uh, you want out of that with sort of the least um, uh, uh, upheaval yeah. uh, to your life. But yeah, highenergyhealth.com uh, is my website. Um, very happy uh, for anybody uh, to reach out to me there, and um, and uh, and very happy to have a conversation with anybody who's got a. I think the um, Gillian. I think the Gillian. She's ready. She's ready spying on you, and I think she's going to be in touch with you because I so said, like you know, she's uh, uh, somebody who's very interested in this topic, and uh, you know, I mean, her other shows, you know, talking about as well how to be happy. But Paul, before I go, I want to say big, big thank you for last forty-seven minutes of this interview. Everybody who wants to reach to Paul. Please, uh, sorry, Paul. Again, your website. Hi, something. Hi, sugar. No. Hi, <laughs> highenergyhealth.com. So h i g h e n e r g y h e a l t h dot com. Everybody who was interested into the the insights and uh, and uh, knowledge of the person who has authority in health and we're talking you know high end and that's like in these times as a COVID-19 everybody who's looking to improve their they, they health or they keep their maintain their health please contact the Paul Harper on a high energy uh, high energy Paul again I forgot <laughs> hi no it's in my English he, you know he I mean? just doesn't want to say that word <laughs> because he doesn't want to do it Paul <laughs> <laughs> Paul I wish you happy Easter thank you for everybody who listened to Paul interview with Paul Harper from highenergy.com.au uh, please you know you can come on uh, a live 90.5 fm.com.au there will be uh, next couple of hours an uh, interview with Paul Harper and uh, you can reach him and you can understand what he said his website instead of me Paul once again on behalf of the live 90.5 and all our listeners uh, thank you so much for the spending one hour with us in the show hey, my pleasure happy Easter everybody and uh, thanks Mario thanks for having me and thank you Gillian too have a great day guys same my to you pleasure. thank you speak to some Bye. Right. see ya in community radio live 90.5 
Welcome back to the studio, listening to Live 90.5 with Mario. Uh, current time is at 12.51 p.m. and our next guest is Dominic Rutligiano. Um, reason I have a Dominic and his uh, business partner, Daniel. Uh, Dominic is very passionate about COVID-19. Unfortunately, not because the COVID is very you know, desirable, uh, the virus, and we need to be excited. Dominic has the first-hand uh, information from Italy, from the epicenter of the coronavirus. Well, that led him as well to create the application, which is uh, following uh, the, the trends of the coronavirus. And uh, this is thanks to his company. Um, I will just right now, I'm going to play the one short song, and uh, we'll put Dominic and Daniel on the phone. So we can have a two... Uh, discussions. One is about COVID. So everybody who listening to 90.5, pay attention to this gentleman, uh, Domini- Domini- Domenico Rutligiano, uh, who has a first-hand information how the COVID looks like in epicenter in Italy. And I will let him to discover this with you. And uh, his business partner, Daniel, who is going to talk about uh, digital, digital transition and uh, as well application to monitoring COVID-19. You're listening live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. I'll take a short break, patch to Domenico and Daniel online, and we can discuss with them next couple minutes. Alive 90.5. Hey, Domenico, not bad. You and Daniel, listen, uh, to all listeners, I just hang up the, abruptly the song Shivari, Goodnight Moon, Kill, from the uh, from the music um, Kill Bill 2 soundtrack. Now, Domenico and Daniel join us in studio, and I apologize to all our listeners. Today, I am being mentored by Gillian how to do the phone interview apart with them in the studio face-to-face. So, like, I apologize to everybody for the echoing, for the uh, disruptions in the news and disruptions in the music. But, you know, I apologize, but we have no other choice than to uh, do the interview with the phone during, due to COVID-19 uh, regulations and uh, legislations. We kind of have nobody in studio. That saying, I'm very pleased to welcome Dominic uh, Rutligiano, Domenico Rutligiano and Daniel in the studio. How are you, gents? That's very good uh, pronunciation of my name. 
Yes. Uh, we're very good. Thanks for asking, Mario. Hey, you're welcome, mate. So, gents, before we start talking about what our listeners listen, uh, uh, sorry, they're interesting as well about COVID, and I like, do you mind introducing your both yourself and your business first? Who are the Domenico and Daniel? It's a double right, day, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I am an engineer. Um, I started my career as a civil engineer uh, yeah. back in Italy, we're talking about 2000, 2007. Um, I then uh, swapped to software engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, a few years later, uh, because I um, found um, much more interesting and in, 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 uh, field of the engineering and um, uh, there was like a, a big market I could uh, get into. And um, um, 10 years ago, I migrated to Australia mm-hmm. and um, um, I started uh, working into the immigration industry um, yep. and uh, for a few years. And then till uh, in 2016, I founded my first business in Australia. There was a drop shipping company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then later on, uh, I with that experience, I started the first model on my current company called the WP Opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, that why opera? Uh, why opera? Me. Why opera? Please indulge because, us. Because yes, so look, um, software is um, a very logical and mathematical based uh, mm-hmm. process. Yeah. So, um, and math, math is something shared also uh, by music. And uh, basically, if you can achieve a perfect harmony and uh, the perfect orchestration in software, yes. you basically create an opera by, by uh-huh. writing code. Yeah. That's why. That's very interesting. And Daniel, and you are the business partners, correct? Yes. Okay. Daniel, you're on the background. So, Daniel, tell us what services offering the WP Opera? Okay, so uh, basically, WP Opera is off, uh, offers a digital transformation in, mm-hmm. in um, you know, in e-commerce, uh, but uh, you know, general business, uh, general websites, and general businesses as well. So, yeah. basically, um, what what we what we offer is the potential for you to, to transform your entire store into uh, a one-stop shop that anybody can come online to, you know, purchase, um, you know, keep track of stock if you're going for e-commerce. Um, you know, be able to completely, but but not just that, but also uh, it takes away uh, the need for for needing to know how to code to to run your own business as well. So we're we're very passionate about um, allowing everybody to to be able to customize and, and have access to their own website. Yeah. So we um so basically the the, the first thing we like to ask our clients um, is why. Okay, so when our clients come to us, we, we want to ask them why they, they think they need our services. You know, a company might come to us and think that they need something, but after, you know, we do have a brief business analysis session with them, yeah. we discover that their business really needs something else or something different, which is a common scenario. Yeah. So, I mean, to answer your question, the first step in solving our customers' problem is understanding what they need to achieve. Yeah, so yeah. once we've got that figured out, we can tailor the right solution to them. So our product solves uh, a very common issue uh, within the small to business uh, you know, community. Yes. Um, and it's uh, time, budget, and quality. So uh, basically, Mario, in our, in our very fast-changing world where things are very unpredictable, like the pandemic we're currently in, yes. um, you, know, you may uh, need to enable your business to operate completely online. So what we do here is we can deploy an e-commerce solution completely cast and branded, integrated with any CRM or stock management system API ready in a quarter of the time while preserving all the quality at an enterprise level, 
and at a very affordable budget because our solution is capable of delivering value straight out of the box and therefore reducing the budget required for the uh, project to be delivered. May I ask you something, Jens, Daniel and Domenico? What makes you different from other providers on the market in the same arena or same space? What makes you different? Well, um, this is like a job interview, you know, like when you sit somewhere, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you come there, it's like, what's your strength? Well, so like, well, uh, I we can't are, We tell. are aware, we are very aware of what uh, our uh, um, customers basically need. In general, um, the three things that uh, a business needs, yeah. um, it's, um, um, so what you want to achieve is a stand out from the competition, uh, you want to increase awareness of in your audience about what you are and what you do, yeah. and you want to generate more leads and convert them convert mm-hmm. them into sales. Yes. Um, so um, uh, the fact that we are uh, basically one stop stop solution, mm-hmm. uh, one stop shop solutions is because we have in, in, have ten years experience in Australia.